I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. In this episode, I would like to share with you something I came across. From the, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and Administration for Children and Families, and the topic is trauma and adverse childhood experiences. I believe it is important for us to truly understand the negative impact it has on our children if and when they have experienced. Trauma of any kind. So before we get started, let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in, and as you exhale. Let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and exhale out loud. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. My intention in the next seventeen some minutes is to help you to understand the formidable impact 
trauma and adverse childhood experiences can have on children's development. So why is it important for us to truly understand it? It's because if those childhood wounds are not healed, they will bring those wounds into their adulthood and into their relationships. And unfortunately for some, they may even develop mental illness. The impact of trauma. Now, a traumatic event is not an isolated event perceived equally by those who experience it. In other words, what is traumatic to one child may not necessarily have the same impact on another child. Similarly, what adults may perceive as traumatic may be very different from what a child perceives as traumatic. For instance, a parent may believe a hurricane that destroyed their home is most traumatic. However, a young child in the same family may be most upset by losing his cat who ran away during the storm. For this reason, it is critical to attempt to understand the unique meaning of children's experiences. So here are a few things that may help you to consider. One is the history of previous trauma. Let's say an individual with a previous traumatic experience may be more likely to feel traumatized or even develop mental health problems when faced with another similar negative experience. Additionally, individuals who experience other types of trauma, such as being victims of violence or abuse, are also more likely to develop mental health problems when faced with negative experiences. Another factor to consider is history of mental health problems. Let's say mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, and substance abuse may become worse after a traumatic experience. And another fact to consider is after effects and proximity to the experience. Meaning, when individuals with significant loss, such as family members' death, injury to self, or others, as a result of the accident, are more likely to have emotional or social problems after a traumatic experience. Individuals who had a near-death experience NDE for short, as a result of the accident, are also more likely to develop mental health problems. Also, when individuals who witnessed an event are more likely to develop problems than those who simply heard about the event. The last factor that may influence the impact of trauma is family mental health problems. So let's say individuals who had family members 
with mental health problems are more likely to develop mental health problems resulting from the traumatic events than individuals with family members without mental health problems. So what are some of the responses to trauma? An immediate one would be emotional response. Emotions such as extreme fear, guilt, like survival guilt, helplessness, and shame negatively impact an individual's ability to recover from a potentially traumatic experience. Another response to trauma is dissociation. So if that happens, a person experiences the feeling of not being part of the traumatic event. He feels cut off from his body and his surroundings, feels numb to physical and emotional feelings. It feels as if he is floating outside his body and or has no memories of the event because it's so painful and probably they are in shock that they block it out. Now, individuals who are happy-go-lucky or generally optimistic may be less likely to develop problems than individuals who are often negative or frequently perceive themselves as victims in life. Also, family, caregivers, friends, culture, and environment all have a great influence on how an individual experiences a traumatic event. That makes sense. Adults can help children become less overwhelmed by even very adverse or dangerous experiences. Now, with the help of adults, it's also critical when children have become overwhelmed and experienced trauma. Let's move on to adverse childhood experiences. The acronym is ACES, A-C-E with a small s. Actually, it is a study conducted from 1995 to 1997, and it is one of the largest investigations of the impact of childhood abuse and neglect on later life, health, and well-being. Researchers studied the relationship between the following 10 ACEs. They studied child physical abuse, child sexual abuse, child emotional abuse, emotional neglect, physical neglect, mentally ill, depressed, or suicidal person in the home, drug-addicted or alcoholic family member, witnessing domestic violence against the mother, loss of a parent to death, or abandonment by parental divorce, incarceration of any family member for a crime. So, in the study, researchers found that these experiences had a profound impact on health outcomes later in life. The ACEs at first childhood experiences 
study revealed that stress is a biological mechanism. Traumatic experiences do not simply happen to children; they happen inside their brains and bodies. Stress causes the body to release cortisol. Prolonged exposure to dangerously high levels of cortisol, known as toxic stress, impacts the brain's capacity and ability to learn. So you could imagine when children's brain is still under development. Therefore, students who are victims of trauma. Are at increased risk for academic failure and often underperform or struggle in the classroom. Actually, some research has started to expand the definition of ACEs to include the impact of racism, oppression, and community violence. And guess what? Researchers are finding similar correlation between these adverse experiences and long-term health outcomes. And health meaning both physical and mental experiences such as racism, poverty, systemic oppression, exposure to community violence, microaggressions, stereotype threats. And overly punitive school discipline. Actually, you can get the ACEs assessment online for free, and the higher the score, the greater the risk for physical and mental illness. Let's say children who experience four or more ACEs. Um, what does that mean? So that means they have ten to twelve times greater risk for intravenous drug use and attempted suicide. Two to three times greater risk for developing heart disease and cancer. Thirty-two times more likely to have learning. And behavioral problems, and eight out of ten leading cause of death in the U.S. correlate with exposure to four or more ACEs. ACEs is adverse childhood experiences. Now, my dear audience,、um, I think at this time is. Relevant for me to share some more statistics from the CDC, that is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, from the CDC journal. Back in two thousand and nineteen, they published saying one in six adults experienced four or more types of ACEs. To be honest, I'm not surprised at all. Because majority of my clients, they have experienced two or more types of ACEs in their formative years. So preventing ACEs could reduce the number of adults with depression by as much as forty-four percent.
so allow me to give you the highlights. Adverse childhood experiences are potentially traumatic events that occur in childhood. Aces can include violence, abuse, and growing up in a family with mental health or substance use problems. It is scientifically proven that toxic stress from aces can change brain development and affect how the body responds to stress. Aces are linked to chronic health problems, mental illness, and substance misuse in adulthood. The good news is aces can be prevented. Adverse childhood experiences impact lifelong health and opportunities. This is no small matter, my audience. Like I already mentioned, 61% of adults in the U.S., I'm not so sure about in our country, Australia, had at least one ace and 16% had four or more types of aces. As I mentioned to you already, majority of my clients have a minimum of two, if not more. Females and several racial, meaning ethnic minority groups, were at greater risk for experiencing four or more aces. Many people do not realize that exposure to ACEs is associated with increased risk for health problems across the lifespan. And my audience, now you know, so you can empower yourself and do something about it. So preventing ACEs can help children and adults thrive and potentially lower risk for conditions like depression, asthma, cancer, and diabetes in adulthood. It can also help reduce risky behaviors like smoking and heavy drinking. It also helps to improve education and job potential. So please stop ACEs from being passed from one generation to the next. And in the next episode, I will give you the how. So until next week, my audience, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. <laughs>